Audio Base Studios is your one-stop shop for all your recording needs. Whether you're a musical artist, podcaster, want to record an audiobook, or have any other audio or video needs, they can all be met at Audio Bay Studios. Recording is available 24-7 to accommodate your time requirements. Audio Base Studios is conveniently located at 605 Clegg Parkway in Bay Village, Ohio. Visit us online at www.audiobasestudios.com or call us today at 440-539-1150. That piece of shit does. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, after two weeks, I am back. Uh, yes. it's, uh, it's been, it's been a, uh, eventful two weeks and, uh, you know, I'll tell, uh, tell all about it here tonight at, uh, you know, and bring everybody up to date. But, uh, uh, before I, you know, get going with the show here, I want to thank, uh, our good friend, Eric, uh, for stepping in last week, uh, and very short notice. Yes. And, and stepping up and uh, doing a, a stellar show with you. And, um, you know, Eric's been a good friend. He was my friend first. Oh, you, I poached him like I do all your friends. <laughs> and uh, he, he stepped up, uh, you know, stepped in there at a minute's notice, more or less. And, you know, let me know that uh, he was he was uh, there for me and he was willing to uh, take on the mantle of a six hour uh, extravaganza. Yeah. He did a great job. I mean, we, we flew through the show. I mean, it was, it was one of those, you know, like me and you do a lot where it's like, Oh, looked up. Oh shit. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Eric, Eric's, an, Eric's an entertaining guy. He's a, uh, you know, he's topical. He's talkative. He's, uh, um, enthusiastic and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's, he's in the business and, uh, he, uh, he's just one of us. Yeah, he is. And, well, I thought we did a great show. Got a lot of good response. I don't know if, if I, I know I haven't told you this, but I, you may have seen it on some of the social bullshit, but um, yeah, Eric is actually joining Chris Aiken presents full time. He's going to be him and I are going to do a, um, like a 45 minute to an hour show every Wednesday, every, every Wednesday for Chris Aiken presents. Cause it just went smooth and he was, he wants, he's been wanting to do a podcast anyway, but he didn't know how to get in. So mm-hmm. Yep. This is, it's the perfect. And I've been wanting to add somebody to Chris Aiken presents. Cause it really gets old saying, okay, here's a movie. And now listen to me blather on for 20 minutes about it. <laughs> it always, it's, it always works out good with, uh, you know, when you do have a co-host that you mm-hmm. do have some chemistry with and, and, you know, who can carry on a conversation and, you know, can actually add something to the conversation rather than just be a sounding board only. Sure. Absolutely. So yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna do that, but um, we'll we'll deal with that later. I mean, as far as last week though, I can't thank Eric enough, man. I mean, when you say short notice, you have no people really don't understand. You know, we went from you told me early in the week that you you know about about your brother, and mm-hmm. I reached out to my normals, and they were all busy. All my all my normal people that I you know have replacements with i was like fuck we can't be two weeks without a show right i I just was like we can't do that 
And then I just, Eric had told me at some point, you know, the standard thing that everybody says, which is, Hey, if you ever need somebody, just hit me up. You know, everybody yeah, sure. says that. <laughs> and so I hit him up and he was like, yeah, man, cool. And then like the next day we did a, we did a sound check and it worked out and we were like, okay, fuck yeah, we're rocking. Yeah. And it, and, and it just worked. That's good. Well, um, you know, it was, it, you know, it, it was a good thing that he wasn't out doing shows with Steven or something. And, uh, he, yeah. he, he was available to, uh, you know, step in and, and do the show with you. Yeah, it was, it was, it was definitely very cool and can't thank him enough. Like, like you said, very short notice and, and man, he can't, he brought it, he brought it to the plate. That's good. Excellent. Well, uh, as you know, I've, I've hung out with Eric on, on numerous occasions and, uh, you know, uh, I, I went out to that, uh, Steven Piercy, uh, documentary filming he did almost two years ago and right. uh, he and I got to hang at the hotel and, you know, went and had some breakfast together. And of course they did the show and, you know, just, just the hanging out with Steven and Eric, you know, on, on several occasions. And it's, it's, he's always a good, good guy to hang out with, especially when, uh, you know, a few years ago when he was doing the whole bow, wow, wow thing, you know, he came through Cleveland and he came through the Chicago area and, um, you know, we, uh, we both hung out with him and, uh, he gave us, uh, gave us some of his, uh, whiskey yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, we, we, Eric and I, uh, and, and Sal, actually, we were cutting up pretty good, uh, at the house of blues in Chicago, hanging out with Eric. So He's a, he's a good guy to hang out with. And again, I, I want to thank Eric for uh, stepping up and, and, uh, you know, um, filling in where, uh, where others just weren't available, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Good, good, good work, Eric. And now we're done lapping your nuts. <laughs> 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 yep. So, uh, and, and another note, uh, you know, I, I'm sure a lot of people were aware, uh, the reason I, uh, was not here last week, uh, my brother passed away um, last Monday, uh, unexpectedly. And, uh, you know, it was, everything was just kind of in flux and, uh, that's the, uh, second sibling, uh, that has passed away in a nine month period for me. So, uh, you know, that was a little bit of a, you know, uh, kind of a shock, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't ill or sick or anything was, it was just a, a very sudden thing. And, uh, you know, not knowing what, uh, what kind of arrangements that were going to be made. I mean, I didn't know if I was going to still be in town for the show or if I had to travel. And, you know, I found out, uh, basically on Thursday right. uh, that I was going to make arrangements. And I, I went to, uh, Charleston, South Carolina for a couple of days, uh, last weekend, uh, for the services and whatnot. And, um, you know, I want to thank everybody who uh, sent their kind messages and their words and their condolences and, um, you know, had a lot of uh, good things to say. So it was very cool to hear from the fans. And uh, I thank everybody for, uh, for you know, their input and, and all the uh, kind words everybody um, sent my way. So that's much appreciated. See, they're not as big a heartless dicks as we think they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh it was very cool of everybody who chimed in there and and uh i just wanted to personally thank everybody here on the show people sent me notes and i'll try to uh respond to your emails for the people who sent me personal emails and so on and so forth and i know uh people had you know posted a few things on the social media sites and things like that so uh 
Um, again, I appreciate all the, the thoughts and the well wishes and, and the condolences and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, this is just part of life, unfortunately. And it's just something that, uh, we all have to accept. And, uh, you know, some of us deal with it better than others. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, this is, uh, death, death in my family, or, or at least in my lifetime is not, I'm no stranger to that. Uh, you know, I, I've, uh, lost a brother who was only 12 when I was five. And right. so, you know, learning at an early age about, uh, you know, about life and death and, and, you know, this is just, this is just part of it. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, a, a, as I said, everybody handles it differently. And, and for me to uh, be able to go to South Carolina and, um, be with my brother's wife and uh, his, his daughters and things, I, you know, I was able to be the, uh, as you put it, the, uh, the, the pillar of strength or be the man of the family to kind of try to, you know, bring some peace and comfort to everybody, which is, which is kind of the role that I played. So, uh, you understand that and, yeah. uh, you know, that's exactly what I did and that's what I felt I needed to do. And I'm, and I'm glad I was able to do that. So, um, anyway, that's, that's where I was last week. So, uh, again, sure. thank you. And, uh, yeah. that's, that's all I can tell you about that. Right. And it, it, and it's funny because I, I know, you know, you won't say this on the show, but I will, your first thought was still like when I, when you told me, your first thing that you said to me was, well, if I'm in town, I'll still do the show. And I think I was like real quick to you. I was like, dude, go fucking to that funeral. Go be with your family. Well, Fuck the show. There was, there was no arrangement at that point though. Right. That was the thing. There was no plan yet. So, right. so it was all contingent on if there was going to be a plan because I really didn't know what the plan was or if there was going to be one, you know? Right. So, but the, but the minute I was given the word, yeah, of course I made arrangements right away and let you know right away. So absolutely. Yeah. Family's always going to be first. <laughs> I hate yeah. to tell you chat room complainers or you not, it really wasn't the chat room people to be fair. I know I beat on the chat room all the time, but it was really some of the online trolls that were like, what the fuck? Two goddamn weeks without a show. These guys are getting lazy. It's <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're right. We are getting lazy. Yeah. yeah. Fucking life stepped in the way. Cocksuckers. <laughs> And then obviously uh, the week before I was not on the show and, and Chris uh, decided to take a little breather that week, yeah. uh, I, I was uh, asked to be on the kiss cruise. Uh, you know, it was not something I had planned. It was like three weeks uh, notice that I had. And, uh, you know, I, I went out of, um, you know, friendship and obligation to my friend Don Dawkin and sure. uh, he asked me to be there uh, to kind of help uh, with, you know, band stuff, uh, help him personally with, with, uh, you know, being on, on a cruise, uh, since his surgery. And so uh, I did that too. So, uh, and I'll, and I got, you know, in the second hour, I'll tell the, all about the cruise. Okay. <laughs> it was, it was definitely different. Uh, you know, something I had never done before and I didn't know what to expect. And then, uh, you know, I got to meet some pretty cool people. I got to meet some CMS fans. I, you know, uh, got to hang out with, uh, some, uh, people in the music business that I've basically known for decades now. Sure. And, uh, so it was, it was a very comfortable setting for me to be in because I was around a bunch of familiar faces. Right. On. So, so that was, uh, that was fun in itself. And I'll, I'll, I'll give a little more detail on that, uh, in the next hour. So, okay. uh, so, you know, uh, it's been a, been a pretty whirlwind couple of weeks for me. Yeah, and, no kidding. Uh, Jesus. But I'm glad to be back here. I'm glad to be back 
to the show and uh, sitting in the seat and uh, ready to ready to do what we do and bring the fans uh, some ha ha and some entertainment and uh, whatever else we do. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, I haven't really uh, conversed with you much over the last uh, few weeks. Uh, you know, I'm sure that you've just been, you know, buried deep with business and work and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So uh, what's yeah. what's happening with you? Mostly I mean, a lot of work, a lot of, a lot of work getting this, um, getting the podcasting studio together. Been a lot of that, been a lot of, you know, real work, like jobby job work. Um, but you know, you'll be, you'll be shocked and surprised to know, to, to know that I went out not once, but twice this week. Holy cow. Two different times this week. I ventured out, um, on Tuesday, I sat in for Billy Morris, who was on vacation on the Smoke and Talk and Roll podcast. I hosted, I co-hosted with Todd Chason, uh, you know, from Tough, you know, mm-hmm. the bass player from Tough. And sure. um, wow, did that turn into something? <laughs> it was, you know, I, I got out there a little bit early and uh, Todd's instantly like, hey, man, want a beer? Want a beer? And I'm like, yeah, sure. You know, so we start drinking beers. Well, then his guests were the like the founders or something of the Avon Brewing Company, mm-hmm. and they brought with them some really, really fucking potent beers <laughs> for us to for us to try while while we were sitting there talking. And mm-hmm. man, I caught me a hell of a buzz. <laughs> I was like, I didn't think much about. It. They brought these little glasses out. They're, they're just these little small glasses and you, you know, you just pouring them, pouring them in. And it's, I don't know, almost like two mouthfuls of beer would fit in these little glasses. So it was almost like we were doing shots of beers, mm-hmm. but the first one was like 9.5% alcohol. Wow. And then the second one was 12.5% alcohol. I mean, these were some powerful beers, but they tasted really good. They didn't yeah. taste like the normal tree bark that most craft beers <laughs> taste like. Yeah. This was this was good shit. So we were we're drinking beers and asking beer questions, which I know nothing about. You know, it, it, I felt really out of place because Todd, you know, Todd's in the food business. They're in the food business. And I'm like, oh, do the ingredients matter with your beer? You know, I'm, I'm like asking all these dumb questions. And did you, did you Larry King it? How important is the water for the beer? I might as well. If I, I, dude, I'm not even kidding you that I asked him if there was, if it made a difference, what, what ingredients you use. Cause I do, I don't know anything about brewing. I mean, I, I, I drink beer. I don't brew it. I've never right. brewed it. And, and I, I, I mean, I'm a, does it matter how long it sits in the barrel? (laughs) How long long does it need to sit in the vat? What's how, what did I ask? I asked just, I I watched it back. It just was cringing at my own (laughs) horrific interview skills because it was just one of the questions. You're just out of your realm at that point. I really, really was. And I, I mean, it was one of the questions I asked him was, why haven't Anheuser-Busch or Coors or whoever gravitated to having a, a high-impact craft beer since craft beers are so popular? Mm-hmm. And the guy just looked at me like I was a fucking moron. He was <laughs> like, he's like, dude, because it's expensive. 
Yeah. He's like, he's like these are $10 a beer, you know, and, and are they really, is it really $10 a beer? The 12, the 12, the 12 percenters that he had, he, he had a four pack of them and he said that he sells them in his place for $40. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I, I wasn't it's got enough alcohol in it for probably, you know, six to eight beers. Well, I get it. I mean, you know, I'm not a beer drinker myself, yeah. but, but, I, and again, I, I have no reason to price out beer, but yeah, yeah. 10 bucks, a, 10 bucks a pop, huh? 10 bucks a pop. That's, that's wow. out of my league. It was no, good. It tasted great though. It was I'm some kind of for $10 a piece. It better taste great. Yeah. It was some kind of Christmas ale. And, and, and honestly, I didn't feel so bad because Todd asked that question, which was equally fucking terrible about is Christmas ale, just a Cleveland thing, or is it around the, I mean, I was like, dude, come on. Of course there's Christmas ale outside of Cleveland. Is it, is it pine needles and bark or something? Dude, that's what I think most, most craft beers <laughs> taste like is tree bark. <laughs> I, I have found very few that I've ever liked, but I liked both of these that these guys were serving and. They came with like some Bavarian big pretzels that were hanging on some kind of a hook thing. And I mean, it was, a, it was a fun time hanging out with these guys and we stayed for a long time, but it was, I was very out of my, my depth with, with talking about beer brewing. I didn't know anything, but, but I did that. And then last night, just kind of a total dude, this is, this was old school, Chris, because I, I was sitting home doing nothing, watching Frasier, watching okay. Frasier reruns. And uh, Stephanie hits me up with a text. This is 10 o'clock last night. And she's like, hey, what song should I do for karaoke? And I was like, where are you doing karaoke at? And she's like, oh, we found this new bar out here in Wadsworth. I was like, all right, I'm coming out. You drove out to Wadsworth. I drove out to Wadsworth. Well, how about that? Look at you. I just said, fuck it. I'm not doing anything. I'm bored off my ass. About a 40 mile ride. Yeah. I took a, I took a, about an hour drive out to Wadsworth, <laughs> hung out for like two, two and a half hours, did some, did some karaoke and came home. <laughs> well, obviously you didn't get hammered if you had to drive that far. I didn't drink a single drop and, and, and thank God I didn't, as I'll tell you, I, I went out there and as I was driving out there, I must've passed. 20 cops oh yeah i mean there was just cops everywhere on the way out so i was like you know what not even a beer tonight no <laughs> chance i'm not drinking nothing yeah. so i get there of course john's giving me shit oh just drink one shot just I'm, nope no i'm drinking cokes that's dude, it dude i got a 40 mile ride home yeah and i and he was like well you could just stay at my house i'm like i'm not staying at your house i had to be somewhere this morning so you know, I, I was like, which makes it even more crazy that I actually jumped out. I had to be somewhere at nine 30 this morning. So I, I was just bored. Yeah. I get you. So I'm driving home. And of course I got stopped. Of oh. course I got, I got pulled over. <laughs> was speeding. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get a ticket though. Yeah. I, I think he was just, I think he was hunting for a drunk. Okay. <laughs> you know, I, I honestly think it was over in Macedonia over there by like Walmart in that place. Yeah. 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 You know, and I, and I was over by there and he said I was going, I don't know, 36 and a 25 or whatever, but I think he was just, I, I really think he thought that I was just drunk mm -hmm. because I do drive like a fucking awful lunatic and I'm, I'm not good at driving. So, yeah. but he stopped me and he's like, have you been drinking? I was like, thank you. No, 
know? <laughs> and he's like, not even a beer. I was like, not even a beer. And he, he kind of did the lean in like he was like looking to see, but he's really just seeing if he could smell booze. Yeah, just sniffing around. Yeah. And I was like, nope, nope, nothing. And he's like, okay, well, slow it down on your way home. He asked me, where are you going? And I said, yeah, I'm going to Twinsburg. He's like, well, slow it down, sir. Follow yeah. the speed limits. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, thank God I wasn't drinking because I would have been dead. I was yeah. absolutely dead to rights, but. But yeah, so that was that was the karaoke was kind of interesting. It fucking sometimes John, he's my friend and all, but sometimes he's a real fucking douche. <laughs> I mean, I'll just say it, dude. So I I drive, I drive, you know, forty five. What is it? 40, 40, 45 miles to yeah, yeah, Wadsworth. It's a good drive. Yeah, from 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 Twinsburg out to Wadsworth. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. I, I used to work in Wadsworth, so okay. I, I know, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty far for me. I get out there. It's just John and Stephanie. It wasn't like a crowd of people. It was just John and Stephanie. And I go into this club. There's me, John, Stephanie. And I got to say maybe six other people in the entire bar area where their karaoke is going on. Mm -hmm. The bar is called the retro and it's they're doing like retro karaoke, all like 80s music okay. type retro stuff. And it was cool. The best. That's the best stuff, though. Yeah, but there was no one in there. I mean, so literally you do a song and then they're calling your name again, like in a yeah. minute. <laughs> yeah, people people just don't go out anymore. Mm -mm. So, so we're all there. And then John just disappears. Like he says, oh, I'm going to take a piss. Okay. So me and Steph, we're just sitting there bullshitting for a while. Then a longer while, then a longer while. And we're like, where the fuck is John? John Steph goes to find John finds him on the phone with his mom. God knows about what I have no idea about what, but he doesn't come back in for like 30 minutes. So then he goes, he's, he's with us for like 10 minutes. He, he does an Ozzy song. He, he does uh, I don't know or something by Ozzy. Okay. Then he disappears again for another fucking half hour. Going looking for him again. He's out watching the fucking basketball game in the front of the bar. And we're like, I was like, dude, I fucking drove to, I, I drove an hour each way to come out here and hang out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted to just hang out and do a guy thing, you know, it's a different thing, but boy, I'll tell you what, uh, again, Stephanie's a cool chick and all, but she's huh. still the chick. Yeah. And, and, and that I'm sure that had to just roast her. Oh, she was mad. Ooh, oh, boy. Sure. I mean, I've, oh, yeah. I've, I've I've done, I won't say similar things, but I, but I've been absent from a situation for a little bit too long. Cause I was taking right. care of something or I engaged mm -hmm. somebody in a conversation and boy, you, you would have thought I was, I got caught, uh, you know, sleeping with some chick or something. Right. Well, let's Where just say, you? yeah, let's just say the words, I'm not getting in the middle of this. were spit out of my face more than once last mm -hmm. night. <laughs> I was like, not me. Nope. Yeah. No, not at all. So, but I had a good time and it was fun hanging with Stephanie. Sure. And it was fun seeing John and hanging with Stephanie. I'll put it that way. <laughs> it, it was, it was almost like you were the invited, uh, uh, stand in for him. So he go yeah. do his other thing. They go, well, she's, she's occupied with Chris. I'm going to go watch the game. It might. Hey, that could have very well been the way it played out. Cause it sure came off like that. Yeah. 
And no, sloppy kisses. I did not sing on Skinny Bop. I went way gayer than that. Did you do? You know, you want it. <laughs> no, I did. The I did. What did I sing? I did sang. You do, um, did you do a B fifty two song? <laughs> We we were gonna do it, but the machine fucked up. They had to reboot the machine, and then they lost like all the requests or something. Because I I was gonna do the Love Shack, okay. And uh, I did um, "Honey, I'm Home" by um, Shania Twain, where I did all the high parts and Steph did all the low parts. And then um, I did um, "Our Lips Are Sealed" by the Go Go's, which okay. was really train wreck. I just had <laughs> no voice for that at all. <laughs> I'm tr I'm trying to hit all those high notes and <laughs> it was really train wrecky thing. But I got to tell you the the best part of the whole night had nothing to do with us. This was just this was karaoke excellence. So there was one there was this guy that was singing and he was pretty good and he was doing um Hysteria by Def Leppard. Okay. So there, there was this other guy that I think was pretty hammered and he was wearing a big old Steven Tyler hat or a yeah. Alice in Wonderland hat or whatever you call yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, sure. Big old hat with fucking the bandanas and stuff on it. And he was kind of off on the side sitting in a chair. But every time during during both the, the hysteria and then later on somebody else came up and sang pour some sugar on me. Both times this guy sat in the corner like air drumming but with one arm. It was fucking hysterical. He was like <laughs> miming the one-armed drummer. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Me, me and Steph were laughing our fucking asses off just watching this guy doing the you know, with <laughs> one fucking arm. <laughs> it was really kind of funny. So it was good. I mean, dude, it was just getting out and you know being out of the house. I just, I just needed to get the fuck out. So yeah, I don't blame you. You gotta, gotta leave the house periodically and just blow the, blow the dust off. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was kind of far. That part sucked, but. You know, whatever. What else was I doing? I wasn't doing anything else. So yeah, it was a Friday night. Yeah. And I don't want to be that guy that's just like, oh, I'm staying in. It's, it's too far. Yeah, it's too far. It's, it's too, too, uh, too much of a, it's too much of a hassle having to actually drive. Yeah, it's too far. It's too late. I'm too tired. You know, no, nope, I, I, I did the rare thing and actually just jumped in the car and was like, fuck it. I'm out. Let's yeah, do this. Why, not? why not? Yeah. So. But yeah, other than that, it's just been work steady, you know, steady, busy, which is good. Not, not complaining that, you know, money keeps coming in. I'm going to keep taking it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So, well, well, nothing's changed for me as far as, uh, you know, business for me is concerned. It is still just balls to the wall, busy. Uh, right. Just can't, you know, it's just keeping up with it all and, you know, being away uh, for an entire week, which you know, which is very rare for me taking that whole week off to go on sure. that cruise. That's a first, that's the first time I've taken an entire week off of work in over 20 years. Right. I, I never take like a full five days off in a row. Never. And then, mm -hmm. uh, you know, then of course I was off, I was away Friday and Monday and right. uh, you know, just things just keep stacking up, stacking up. So, you know, I was, uh, I was just playing catch up game all week long, you know. So by the time I got home, you know, in the evening, it was just like, oh, man. My, <laughs> Good my, night. My, my mind is fried, you know, just, it's just brain fry. Right. I get it. You know, so today I just sort of, uh, just more or less, I stayed in bed pretty much most of the day. And I actually 
chatted with our good friend Sal or my good okay. friend Sal because since since you hate him and all. Yeah, well I do. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, just caught up with uh, you know some some uh, Anthony Cumia and uh, you know some of his that he's he and he and Gavin they they really got something uh, good good great together you know yeah. they are really entertaining. It's too bad and, the rest of the network is so shit these days. Well, I just, I just watched the uh, Anthony and Gavin clips and and they're all good, very top, mm-hmm. very top. That's cool. Yeah, and uh, boy. The, the, and and the one thing that I have to laugh about is the disdain that Anthony has for Bill Burr. Yeah, he does not like Bill Burr at all. He does not like Bill Burr. And listening back to the old O and A clips where Bill Burr was a was a very frequent uh, guest in the studio. Right, uh, boy, he he just does not like him. You know, from from the standpoint that you know he he basically sold out. He's a sellout. Yeah, well, you know, he is. And and uh, you know, one of the things that uh Anthony was making um clear about, you know, one of the things he doesn't like about Bill Burr is that he's he's trying to uh re I don't know what the word is, uh repair some of the uh some of his past uh commentary or or some of his viewpoints or whatever, just trying to oh. He's trying to be politically correct now. Yeah, I know. And uh, are are you aware what it is that uh, caused Anthony to uh, have a little bit of a, you know, have a little bit of a salty attitude toward Bill Burr? Yeah, it's the um, it's the Patrice uh, documentary. The um, Bill Burr, I don't remember if it was Burr or his wife, one of the two was kind of like the executive producer of the of the Patrice documentary. Mm-hmm. And Anthony wasn't invited to be part of it. And that burned Anthony's ass because he really, and rightly so, absolutely should have been a part of that. I mean, yeah, had- well, I agree. But but basically what it boiled down to is that uh, he he had a sit down with Bill Burr and Bill basically told him, well, you and I could still be friends, but I'll never work with you professionally ever again. Yeah. And All it's right. like, oh, yeah, oh okay. He goes, well, I guess we're not really friends then, are we? Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> so that's kind of where it's at. But, you yeah. know, it's, it's, that's kind of sad because, again, if you listen to the old O&A clips where Bill was a frequent guest on the show, I mean, he he was very edgy. Yeah, he you was know, funny. He was great. He, he and Louis C.K. and and obviously Patrice O'Neill, those three guys, and and Bob Kelly, uh, and um, uh, Voss and oh, Rich Voss. Yeah, that's who yeah. I was trying to think of. You know, they were all very, very edgy guys. They they used to really get into some pretty raunchy stuff. You know, dude, those and, were the best shows on ONA when all the comics were in, especially when they were all in at the same yeah, time. That yeah. shit was always hilarious. Of course it was, but, but he, he, he tries to gloss over that. Like that never happened. Yeah. Well, he's doing the Howard Stern thing. Mm-hmm. Stern was able to kind of gloss over all his bullshit and get away with it. So now Bill Burr and Bill Burr, to be honest, has done it too. You know, now he's mainstream Burr and he gets the big specials and he's on the fucking star Wars movies and you know, he's mainstream Bill Burr. Now he yeah, somehow yeah. transitioned out and he's not, and he's not funny anymore. He's definitely not funny anymore. He's that, not funny. That Red Rocks thing, 
that Red Rock speech. I'll call it a speech, not a special, because there was no there was no jokes. There was no funny at all. It was just observational. That's all it is. Yeah. It was just and he can be funny. He did a he did a little short thing. I forget what it was called, but it was on um it's still on the Roku channel. If you want to watch something that's actually funny with Bill Burr. It's just him. He's he plays uh like a broken down mechanic that just has his iPhone in his garage and he's telling stories about his life. Yeah, in the garage, but it's a little. It's their little five or six minute clips, mm-hmm. and there's like ten of them that are out there. But it's funny as fuck, and F is for family was funny too. Sure, but yeah, his stand up just gone to shit. And and to be honest, he's on. He does too many podcasts too. He does two podcasts a week. Gives up all of his any material he would have just doing his observations. So yeah, I'm with you. Not funny anymore. Not not funny. <laughs> not funny. Not funny. <laughs> So that's what I did uh, most of the day was just uh, kind of veg. And then, oh, and I know you had asked me to do this uh, before, you know, I I had taken last week off, but uh, I listened to the new cult. Yeah. Okay, good. I I listened through that twice today. So uh, I don't know what you had planned on. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll bring that up in the like the third hour because you're going to yeah, talk fine. about the thing that's in a fine. second. So. So, oh, so I did. I listened to it twice today. So, okay. uh, you know. So I could be prepared for the show tonight. And uh, yeah. again, I, I don't know what you had in mind where that's concerned, but I'll let you lead the charge with okay. that. Well, you know, me and my cult fame, my cult um, love. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I have a reason. <laughs> I know. I know you're a fan. I know oh, huge. A big, big fan. <laughs> huge. Yes, you are. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I prepared for that. And, uh, other than that, uh, not too much. Um, you know, like I said, I was, uh, gone, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, I, I was trying to get back on Sunday right. last Sunday. And, uh, I guess, uh, the weather kind of got kind of, you know, a little, little treacherous around here last Saturday evening into okay. the late hours. And my, my flight for Sunday got canceled Right, and, and I couldn't get another flight back until Monday. So, <laughs> so I had to stay an extra day and which was good because it gave me an opportunity to, uh, you know, kind of connect with my nieces. Uh, I took my, uh, youngest niece and, um, my oldest niece's husband and, uh, the boyfriend of my youngest niece, we all went to the gun range. Okay. And apparently, uh, my brother also collected guns. I, I I wasn't aware of that, but, uh, he collected guns. And so they broke out his gun collection and, uh, just kind of out of, you know, uh, out of remembrance, we all kind of selected one of, one of his guns and we took them right. to the gun range and, you know, uh, did some shooting on Sunday, 21 gun salute, sort of Yeah, more or less, right. More or less. So, uh, we, we took his, we took one of his nine millimeters. We took, uh, he had a, he had a 44 Magnum, very similar to mine. Okay. Uh, he had an AR 15. You know, so, so we took those to the gun range and, uh, I was kind of giving the kids some instruction okay, as, uh, they weren't, uh, you know, they weren't adept to go into the gun range, but, uh, we we did a little, little bit of shooting and, uh, had, had a good time with that and went out and, uh, went to a local, local joint over there and, you know, had a couple cocktails and some food and got to kind of hang out and you know, get to know each other a little bit because, uh, you know, I, I hadn't seen, you know, my, 
my nieces or anything in literally years. Right. How old are your nieces now? <laughs> well, my, my, my daughter, my brother's oldest daughter, she's 42. Uh, okay. I saw her. The last time I saw her was, uh, I'm thinking it was almost three years ago at my, my nephew's wedding. When okay. I was in town for his wedding, I saw him and she had just recently had gotten married at that point. I met her, uh, new husband. And then, okay. uh, when I was down there last weekend, I took him and my youngest niece and her boyfriend out to the gun range. And, you know, he, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't a, uh, shooter. So I was kind of giving him a little instruction and, you know, he did pretty well. And so he was, he was, uh, happy to learn the whole gun thing because now he and his wife or my oldest niece, they're, they're into buying some concealed carry weapons. Nice. As they li- they live outside of the uh, Washington D.C. Beltway, Ooh, over we there. need weaponry there. <laughs> <laughs> so so they're they're getting into the weaponry thing, and uh, so that was that was nice. Uh, so you know everything happens for a reason, and I'm glad I did stay an extra day and had an opportunity to do that with them and uh, hang out a little bit. And you know, like I said, just just go out there and send some hot lead down range. Nice, very fun. Yep. And then we went and, uh, had a, had it, like I said, we had some food and some cocktails and shot the shit and cut up and you know, all that. And it was, it was fun. It was a good time. Right. Well, that's cool, dude. At least, at least something good came out of a ugly situation, I guess. Mm-hmm. Kind of took everybody's mind off of things. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, what's the saying, you know, as you get older, more funerals than weddings, you know, it just sucks. It just sucks. And I know, I know you're more, more used to it than most because you've gone through a bunch of it, but man, it just blows. You know, it's like, for me, when you told me, it's like, all right, what, what do you even fucking say? Well, you know, you you don't know. There's no, there's nothing you can say. There's nothing you can do. You know, you can, everybody gives the same offer. If you need something, just let me know, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, and I think most people truly mean that too. I think most people, when, you know, when somebody's going through a death or something, they do mean, Hey, if you need, if you need someone to talk to, if you need, you know, a plane ticket or whatever that, whatever they can afford or, or can, can do, they'll do, but there's really no words. There never is, man. There's no, there never is. a, it's just like, but you don't want to leave it empty too. You don't want to be like, Oh, okay. You right. know, cause that, that doesn't feel right either. It's, yeah, it's it just like, sucks. Oh. Oh, that sucks for you. It's yeah. like, <laughs> it's like, I get it, man. I get it, you know, yeah. but, um, yeah. So, uh, you know, going to, uh, Charleston, South Carolina, which is a very historic city, um, you know, and, and getting to see a little bit of the, you know, the area and, and the, the historic, uh, landmarks and things down there, what's kind of cool too. So sure. uh, my, you know, my, my brother, from what I was being told, he was very much into history and he really liked the, the historic aspects of South Carolina or, or Charleston specifically. Okay. And as a, as kind of a tribute or a memorial, um, my sister-in-law had him buried in a very historic, uh, um, cemetery down there. Okay. Very historic, uh, Charleston figures. Like, uh, there were, you know, there were like ship battles and there's right. like, there's like sailors from the 1800s buried okay. there, things like that, you know? So she had them, she had them, um, put in a very, 
like I said, a, a very old, very historic uh, landmark type cemetery down there just right because of his love of history. Right. Well, that's cool. I mean, dude, how did your brother end up in South Carolina? Cause you guys weren't raised there. You've never no, even no, lived there. Have you? I, no, my, um, my oldest niece, when she went to college, she's a Marine biologist and she works, okay. for, she works for the government. So, so she, she goes on those, uh, exploratory trips on these, you know, on these, uh, uh, environmental ships and, you know, studies like the red tide and shit like that, you know, right. well, when she went to school, the school that she went to was in Charleston. Okay. And so, so when she went to college, they all moved down there to be with her while she was at college and they just stayed, you know, okay. cause they, they liked it down there, you know, right. and they, they just established themselves and, they moved back to uh, Sharon, Pennsylvania for a while. Uh, and then they turned around and went back to, to Charleston again. So okay. they, they, they liked it there. They still do. So, uh, right. You Neelys, you're all nomads. Y'all just yeah, live, y'all right. move and live all over the place. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's absolutely true. I, I, I guarantee I get that from my dad. You know, yeah. that's, you know, my dad has always gone where the opportunity is. And, you know, we were no stranger to picking up and, moving mm -hmm. you know, i've done i've done plenty of it myself yeah so i think this is the longest you've ever stayed in one uh, place it really, isn't it it really is i mean you know i i was almost out of here two or three times over the mm -hmm. last you know 15 17 years but you know something always came up to where i ended up staying i didn't stay because oh well, this is my home and i'm staying here it's just like i was ready to pack it up and you know move on to the next chapter but mm -hmm. uh and came up that that uh, you know kept me here so you know yeah. and and if something were to come up tomorrow an opportunity i would be have no problem packing this place up and moving on to the next thing you know come on sal's your anchor <laughs> <laughs> i see sal about twice a year so uh that's not <laughs> an anchor <laughs> he weighs you down like an anchor that's for sure jesus yeah. And I, I'm trying to think. I think the last time I saw Sal was back in July or May or June, somewhere back there. I, we came out to the Great White Docking Show. Well, you're seeing him in a couple of weeks for Wasp, yeah, right? For Wasp, yeah. I haven't seen him since I, I think it was May or June, somewhere around there. Right. So, so yeah, and then I'll be seeing him in December to go go to Wasp. Right, and then probably you'll probably do the annual Christmas with him and his dad. Yeah, well, that's what he was telling me today that he was seeking out, uh, you know, restaurants for reservations for Christmas. And he just said, you know, he's having a difficult time finding a finding something that's uh, open and uh, he can make a reservation. So, yeah, if, if uh, he makes a reservation, I'll probably be doing that for Christmas, too. The Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, it's, Sal has been very gracious about taking me out for my birthday on Christmas for the last few years. And cool. he always picks a nice, um, a nice steakhouse restaurant in the Chicago sure. area. So, uh, he's been very cool about, uh, he and he and his father and myself, we go out and have a Christmas dinner together and, you know, just, uh, make a day of it. The sizzler. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't think they have a sizzler. I, they used yeah. to be California, I think. Yeah, but, they were in California. We used yeah, to. I, I we used, used to go to the Sizzler. I, I in used fact, to go to it too. 
that in fact uh, that story i told about how my ex-wife dumped the plate of food on me that was as a, at a sizzler sizzler's the only place i remember that you could ever go and get a steak for like seven dollars yeah. I mean, <laughs> it it was so they, they had a they had steak and they had a good salad soup and salad bar and Man. you know it was a decent decent restaurant it was inexpensive you mm-hmm. know so, so when you're a young when you're a young couple just going out on date night or whatever it wasn't a bad choice to go out. yeah Dude, I went to the Sizzler a lot of times. I think the the equivalent to the Sizzler now is probably Golden Corral. Yeah. Because you can get, I mean, you can get a steak at the Golden Corral. You can actually get a steak at Golden Corral, but it ain't the, you know, it might be horse meat. It may not be, it might not be good beef. It's, it could be dog meat as far as you know. Yeah. Well, nothing wrong with a little kegogi, man. That stuff's right. always good. Yeah. But. Yeah, man, it just <laughs> the Sizzler. I, that brings back memories. They had it in Arizona too. Yeah, because we used to go to the Sizzler in Arizona a lot. That was sure. kind of our our hot spot when we wanted to get real food. Was the Sizzler? <laughs> yeah, look at that. <laughs> yeah, that that's uh, that that's the uh, scene. The infamous restaurant where the where the food dumping scene took place. Nice <laughs> at the Sizzler. Henry Lee Summers in the chat room, Ponderosa. Now, do they still have Ponderosa? I, I haven't seen a Ponderosa. I, I, I think they're all closed up. Uh, I, I think they they went out of business. I'm not positive. Yeah. There may, may be one or two left around the country somewhere, but yeah, I don't think they uh, really exist anymore. Yeah, I was going to say, I, don't re- I cannot remember the last time I saw Ponderosa. Right. Same thing. No. Uh. But Golden Corral, Golden Corral must be doing well because they advertise like on the NFL and stuff now. So they must be doing something right. Yeah. People, people who love that all you can eat food bar. Mm hmm. <laughs> Which I don't know. I, I mean, I look, I'm a fat guy. So, you know, I like all you can eat. But, but I'll tell you, I won't go to the Golden Corral. I, I went when my kids were little, I went there because, it, you know, for 50 bucks, you could feed five, which was good. Sure. But, dude, fucking the last time i went in there it was like bum fights with food <laughs> it, it it really was just a bunch of fucking savages in this place just oh, yeah. fighting over everything oh, literally yeah. they'd be walking you know maybe i'm ridiculous to expect that people could just form a line and move their way down it and here's a scoop of potatoes and here's a right, scoop sure. of mac and cheese I mean, every single time I would be in there, I'd get up and go to like get like some potatoes or something, and somebody in front of me would be like, "Why are you taking that spoon? Why are you gonna fight me for the mac and cheese, motherfucker?" What, what, what is that accent you're doing? <laughs> it's, um, it's it's I don't know. It's it's old lady accent. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. I have, a, I, have, I have a feeling that there's a maybe a maybe a certain ethnic um you know connection to that uh accent a- fucking swedes that come into there <laughs> swedish people <laughs> yep no I, and anywhere anywhere that there's uh gonna be that kind of clientele you won't you won't find me there yeah well that's I, i'm not going there anymore you know no thanks <laughs> too funny yeah i'm trying something new tonight i'm I'm sure you see me fucking around with this a little bit playing around with the chirons yeah a little bit i i want to use um the 
I, I've been getting just tons of people that are like, oh, you guys don't fucking pay attention to the other chats. You know, you only pay attention to the main to the paid chat. So I'm 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 compromising a little bit. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to compromise a little bit by I have all three chats going. I have the the paid chat or the the whatever we're calling that, the the chat and kill chat. The, the, sponsor, have, the sponsored chat. The sponsored chat. And then I have the rumble one and then I have the Odyssey one. And eventually what I want to do is use the super chats, which is um, on Rumble and on Odyssey, where if people have like a topic or something that they definitely want to be a part of the show, you know, they, they throw a dollar in or whatever, and it, it pops up and then we for sure will throw it up and talk about it or whatever, you know, like sure. a sponsored, because there's just some people that I, I've gotten so many emails from people that are like, I don't want to fucking pay the whole $5, but every once in a while, I'd like to get a comment on the show. <laughs> and you guys don't look at the rumble chat or you don't yeah. look at this. So it's like, all right, fine. If you want to do that, I'll have the other chats. You know, if you want to throw a dollar, go ahead. You know, and I'll, it, it, all right, Sal, cocksucker, settle down. I will read the ones from the VIP or put the ones from the VIP up. I'll put those up without you having to pay another dollar. God forbid, you know, charging that extra buck, Yeah, I know. you know, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to work with everybody here to make everybody fucking happy. So, so hey, that's why I've been tonight's the first night that I'm actually fucking with it. So, well, well, if we, if we, you know, could actually, uh, you know, get some real money, we, you could hire a, a hire a producer to, to, you know, monitor the chats and, yeah. Irons instead instead of trying to be the show host and the yeah. tech guy and the guy who runs the video and the guy yeah <laughs> oh. i know it's like oh yeah maybe i'm a little busy sometimes but that's why and for me that's why the super chat will help because when people do the super chat it kind of puts their chat up in like a color-coded thing or yeah, something yeah, sure. so that i so that i just notice it quickly and i can get to it quickly and hopefully it won't distract me too much and you won't be just going uh are you there are you there? <laughs> yeah. Sitting there trying to, trying to twiddle all the knobs and the buttons and the pay attention. And yeah, Jim, make everybody happy. Go back to the old chat. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't want I, I don't want to use the old chat, the old chat, the old chat's going to make me have to rebuild the whole entire website around it. Just it's, it's a technology thing. Yeah. It's a, and, and I'm not going to get into that whole thing, but it's a tech thing. The old chat in order to integrate everything, I'll have to, in order to do the old chat, I got to redo. I, I basically have to close the, the locals page and then rebuild the whole website around the, the login. And I don't want to do that. Yeah. So no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have your fucking secret chat you think I don't know about. Use that one. Yeah. Go ahead. We won't pay attention to that one either. <laughs> <laughs> don't pay attention to that one, but I mean <laughs> you can you guys have that one where you can post all your pictures all you want. Go ahead. Yeah. It's, it's fine. <laughs> you know, whatever. So silly. All right. Well, I say we take our first break and then we'll come back and I'll I'll regale you with some stories of the the Kiss Cruise. All right. And uh let you know what uh what transpired there. I mean, it was it was definitely um a a, a new and different experience for me. And um you know, 
I'll just, I'll just give you the down and dirty and let you know how, a how a full week on a, on a moving ship goes with, uh, nothing but a bunch of rock and rollers. Nice. Very fun. <laughs> All right. All right. So, uh, I'll let you pick a tune. What would you like to hear? All right. Uh, I would like to hear, uh, TMG. That is the band. Uh, and this is an old school one. This is uh, remember that, remember that TMG band with Eric Martin as the singer. Yeah. 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 And I want to hear everything passes away. We'll send that in, you know, sort of a sort of tribute to your brother. How's that? Sure. Sure. TMG. Yeah. TMG. I, I, yeah. I remember that. The oh, Tac Matsumoto group. That's right. Yeah. I remember I, it's been a while. I mean, that's we, a, we, we, we had gotten pretty, pretty chummy with Eric there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he liked coming on the show and he'd talk for 80 minutes straight without taking a breath. Yeah. And that's when you said, Hey, how you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Eric was, Eric was a good, uh, good guest. Yeah, he was still, we could have him on. I mean, he's always working, so we we should get him on at some point. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. All right. I, I do. I still have the, uh, I still have the CD. So, uh, I will, um, see if I even have, what do I got here? Uh, all right. It's there somewhere. I know oh, it's on Spotify because no, I saw no, it today. I, I have it. I have it. Okay. I have it. All right. Uh, we'll uh, we'll play some TMG here, so everything passes away. So we'll play a few tunes. We'll come back and uh, we'll uh, we'll do some more shows. So it's uh, TMG with uh, Eric Martin exclusively here on your classic metal show. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Classic Metal Show. Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. Join us weekly from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern at www.cmsradio.net. Participate in the live chat room at www.chatandkill.com. Once again, thank you for checking out the Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris. Hail and kill. Fuck you, pal. Ninja! <laughs>